what's up y'all so i have another special summer episode of single and happy for you episode 28 is me on the other side of the mic with trina martin fellow podcaster she is the host of trina talks and we are discussing being single over 40 enjoy bye Hi, Ty. Welcome to the show. Hi, Trina. Thanks for having me. Well, thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to be here. I think this is going to be a fun episode because we have some things in common. And I'm sure you know about Trina Talk, where we are all about motivating and inspiring. You and I have some things in common. You are also a single woman over 40, and you're happy. So, girl, tell me about that. Yes, well, I didn't, I, I, it didn't start this way, <laughs> but I'm learning more and more every day. I, I, I feel every day I'm becoming more and more at peace with being single. It doesn't mean that I'm a man hater. It doesn't mean that I'm anti-love or anti-marriage. It just means that I am at peace where I am right now. I'm actually, you know, I, I'm actually dating somebody now, <laughs> but, um, you know, I'm, I'm happy with however you know, what, however the chips may fall. So, um, so go ahead. I'm sorry. That, that's okay. So, um, do, do you want me to start with the beginning? <laughs> because if that didn't start, uh, being single and happy did not start in my, my forties. The journey started in my thirties. Yeah. Tell me about your journey because I'm pretty sure you're a lot like me. We, you know, we kind of matured let's say into being single over 40 and happy so the thing yeah and i'm sorry i don't mean to cut you off but this this makes me so excited (laughs) (laughs) um so what happened in my 30s i don't know if this is the case for you but when i turned 30 i cried most of my birthday during that day i cried because at 30 i felt like i should have had this that and the third and i didn't um, but funny thing happened when I turned 40, I was so at peace. Um, I'm going to try not to curse, but on my podcast, Single and Happy in Charlotte, there is curse, <laughs> but I did not care about what I had or had not accomplished. And the thing is that once I stopped stressing over it, things began to develop, things began to happen. The things that I wanted became into, in, in um, a reality, um, but when I was in my 30s, I was engaged, and I started blogging about being in my 30s and engaged, and I also um, had, I guess you could say, like a lookbook of uh, colors, patterns, things that I wanted for my wedding. My daughter, who she was in her teens at the time, she um, she's an artist, you know, she's very creative in her own right, and so she was you know, creating um, everything from how the napkins would be designed with our logo, um, the um, runner for the floor. She was just so creative. She was even wanting to help me design my own dress. (laughs) And so all of this we um, uploaded and added into my lookbook, which was also the blog. And, you know, so we, uh, the fiancé and I, we got engaged in – I want to say April of 2010, almost 10 years ago now. And 
So fast forward to January of 2011, we moved into a brand new house outside of Baltimore, brand new from the, from the ground up. I didn't think we were ready to move in, but you know, he uh, worked on his credit, we both were, but we were told, you know, not to do anything right away, but you know, with certain people, you can't tell them anything. So, you know, we saw our, our um, credit points you know, moving up a little bit, you know, and so he decided, yeah, we're going to go ahead and, you know, get into this brand new house. I'm literally watching the house being built from the ground up for some reason in my, in my spirit. I was not as excited as I should should have been. We moved exactly on um, January 1st, 2011. We're in the house. We're painting the rooms. And again, I, I, I was so guilty that I didn't tell anybody. I was not as excited as I felt I should have been. Um, I mean, honestly, who's excited about painting? I, I don't know. But the fact that I was with my man, I had this big behind ring on my hand, which people who know me personally, personally, they know that I'm not a big jewelry person. I'm, I'm not that, that person. I don't knock anybody who is, but that, that's just not me. So when I would walk into work, I was working for a major nonprofit at the time um, for black folks <laughs> in, in Baltimore. <laughs> um, I don't want to say the name, but it's the most popular one <laughs> okay. in Baltimore. So I would walk through the um, halls and, you know, people would tell me that's like the first thing they see is this ring. I mean, it, you know, it was, just, it was a heck of a ring. And... Um, I, honestly, yeah, we picked it out, which means I picked it out as well. And um, when I got it, I was like, wow, this is really huge. But, you know, we got it, and I, I flaunted it because I was engaged. And, you know, people who, you know, you know how coworkers are, you know, they, they see it, and they're like, I heard about this ring. The ring became its own person. <laughs> That's how big the ring was. And so... I say that to say I had all of these things going on, brand new ring, um, house, about to be in a brand new house. Um, at a time in, two, in 2011 when, you know, people were just getting over the recession and people were still struggling, you know. But here we are, this black couple, quote unquote, black love. And, you know, we were making it happen. You know, we had a a good combined income, six-figure, easy, easily, you know. Um, but for some reason, I was not as excited. Of course, if you were to talk to me or you texted me or you sent me an email, I could, as a writer, I'm a freelancer, so as a writer, I can portray being excited in my words. But in my heart, I just was not as excited. There were other things that were making me more excited at the time, like, what was coming on TV that night, you know what I'm saying? So that's wow. pretty bad. Yeah. So, yes, um, so a couple, of months, a couple of weeks later, excuse me, it was around Martin Luther King weekend, um, which is about two weeks after the first of the year. Um, it's 4.30 in the morning. He wakes me up, and it wasn't for sex. <laughs> it was to break up with me, that he couldn't do it. And the thing is, is that, Earlier that evening when he got off from work, he's a police officer. When he got home, he just seemed really sad about something. He didn't want to explain it. I thought it was about work. 
I kind of moved along. I, I did not see this coming. I knew that things weren't perfect, but I was told that you know, there would you, you're not going to look for you're not going to find perfection. He woke me up at 4:30 in the morning to break up with me. I thought he was kidding, <laughs> but he wasn't. It turned into a big fight, so we're fighting. I'm <laughs> throwing the ring across the room, and you know, if it's like that. I go into another room. This was a huge house, so I went into another bedroom for the rest of the morning. Just kind of gathered my thoughts. I didn't go back to sleep. I mean, how could you? But, um, you know, he told me he had um, met somebody at a gym, and that's that's what it was. So, you know, I'm on the phone with my mother later on that day, and I'm like, I'm just ready to go. You know, I'm just ready to get out of here. I wasn't ready to move back to New York, which is where I'm originally from. Um, but I had lived in North Carolina before. She wanted me to come home, which they live on the border of Virginia and North Carolina outside of uh, Greensboro. Mm-hmm. But um, I wasn't ready to move back to the country. I really did not want to move. Cause I'm in my late 30s at the time. I did not want to move back to the country. <laughs> so I did all I could. Went to college and, you know, eventually got a master's so that I wouldn't have to move back to the country. But my brother, who had just gotten married um, in 2010, in August of 2010, he lived in Charlotte. And when I told him what was going on, his, um, you know, my sister-in-law in the background, she's like, come on down. <laughs> and that's all I needed to hear. So I started looking for jobs. And, you know, I, I feel, I ha- I'm confident in myself to know that, I'm going to find a job even if I don't find one when I, you know, before I get there. And that's exactly what happened. So I ended up moving. I I turned my blog from being, you know, this engaged person over 30 to being single and happy in Charlotte because I ended up moving to Charlotte. And that was in 2011. And so, um, like I said, I've been on dates since then. Um, of course, the ex wanted to come back. They always do. And, you know, the, the day that I finally moved, he had to go to work that morning. And I, t- I told him, I said, you know what, just, you might as well go back to bed because I'm leaving. I, I was actually leaving. He was, I think he was on second shift that week. And I was telling him, I was like, yeah, you might as well go back to bed. I'm taking his crock pot and everything else because I had a crock pot in my arm. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, I'm out. And that's and that was the last time I, um, I think that was the last time I saw him. I, I probably saw him again when I went to um, pick up some mail or something. But other than that, I had not, I've not seen him since. <laughs> and that was almost 10 years ago. And so what happened, um, you know, I'm in Charlotte, I'm getting, you know, six months, you know, six months in with Charlotte and um, minding my business, getting some copy done for a client. And I get a tweet that there's a um, an earthquake in Maryland, which is very rare. It's very rare to hear about earthquake earthquakes outside of California. And so when I heard about it, he was one of the first people I contacted because I wanted to make sure he was okay. And I wanted to make sure he was safe as a police officer. I figured he would be out and about, but I wanted to make sure that he was good. And he also has a daughter, so I wanted to make sure that they were good. 
Um, I called the number. I texted the number. I didn't get an answer back, so I got worried. I called the number. <laughs> um, I got Bueno, um, <laughs> which means um, the number is no longer his. It belongs to a um, Hispanic person. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And so um, I don't remember if she called me or I called her, but a mutual, mutual friend of ours, you know, she basically was saying, well, you heard about what happened to him, right? I was like, yeah, he's dating so-and-so, a, another person that we knew. He was, she was like, well, they're engaged. So he got engaged six months after we broke up. Wow. And I was devastated for like two weeks. You know, I called my mother. I was like, Mom, it's not. this is not fair. You know, why would he do this? Because clearly he cheated, right? Now, this was the same person that he cheated and left you for that he was engaged to now. Yeah. Well, no. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. This oh. person, she, no, no, no. This person, so we were all in a travel group. Uh-huh. Uh, and this is before everybody was bragging about going places. We've been doing this since the 90s. Okay. And so um, this person, she lives in California. Mm-hmm. And apparently, you know, while I was, you know, being that I'm, I'm the type of woman where, you know, I'm not keeping tabs on you because if mm-hmm. you're going to cheat on me, you can cheat on me anytime. But I'm, I'm just not going to give that kind of energy to, the, to a relationship. Mm-hmm. And that opened the door for him to do what he wanted to do, which means he could have flown her out. She was flewed out, as they say now, <laughs> you know, or he could have flown out to to her as, you know, as he's, when he's telling me he's going somewhere else. But whatever the case was, they got engaged. He swears that they, that they weren't together, but... You know, you don't engage. You don't get engaged to somebody. I mean, I, you know, that's neither here nor there at this point. But I was devastated, and you know, it's hard to be single and happy. <laughs> but I had to learn because I know who he is, and I knew that he and I would would not have made it anyway. Um, to um, give you a spoiler spoiler alert, they're actually they got divorced like almost two years ago. <laughs> So I don't think they were married for five years. Wow. Yeah, so um, I I say that to say, you know, here's the thing. Let me just go back for a minute. When we were in this house, about about to move into the new house, we were still in a townhouse. We were about to move into the new house. I had to, and I shared this with you before, but I, you know, got up and used the restroom. Um, I heard a voice from God. And the thing is that when people think that God is going to speak to them, they think it's going to be this official type of thing that you might see in the movies. He did not call me by my full name. <laughs> my name is my name is not Ty. That's what everyone calls me. That's what he called me. He said, Ty, if you leave right now or, you know, later in the day, <laughs> If you prepare to leave, I will bless you in so many ways. And I'm thinking, he already blessed me. Where's this coming from? I'm about to move to this brand new house. I have this fat ring on my finger. You know, um, everything seems to be good. It's not perfect, but everything seems to be good. So uh, what is this voice? 
I heard that voice three times, Trina. Mm. God told me to leave this person. Um, and he told me to do it before this um, 4.30 wake-up call. Wow. Um, so, yeah, I mean, a lesson there is, yeah, if God is trying to speak to you, you better listen. <laughs> Working out, commuting, running errands, cleaning the house, no matter where you are, Trina Talk Podcast provides weekly inspiration to impact and uplift women. Topics include leadership, goal setting, personal development, and <laughs> yours truly. Thank you for wasting your time. <laughs> to learn more about Trina, to learn about booking her to speak at an upcoming event, or to uh, learn more about her coaching program, go to trinamartin.com. That's trinamartin.com. How did you get to the point to move past that? Because, like I said, I'm pretty sure you were devastated. Like you say, you, you know, yeah. you bought this brand new house, had this house built. You know, you're walking around with this big ring on, and then boom! All of a sudden, in the you know wee hours of the morning, he tells you this. So, how did you get past that? How did you not turn bitter? And it it was hard. I mean, it it was it, it just like how people say love is an action word you know, moving on and healing is an action also. I think a lot of times when people think about healing, they think that, you know, it's just going to happen naturally. All you have to do is just sit down somewhere and go into your normal routine of work, taking care of the children and whatever else you're obligated to do, and then you will eventually heal. Um, it doesn't work like that. Healing, I think, is an action word. Healing is something that you have to force yourself to do. And I've had to force myself to do that. Like I said, I've had times where I I was going out somewhere with some friends in Charlotte, you know, about to enjoy a Friday evening. I sat in a parking lot and bawled my I, I just cried, you know, and I called my mother. And the first thing I said when she said hello, well, she said hi, Ty, because she knew it was me, is, um, you know, this isn't fair. Why why would this happen, you know? This should not have happened because I thought I was doing everything right. Now, when I say that, I mean that I felt that I was giving this person the same energy that that, that I was receiving. And when that, with that, I, I will say that we both, you know, did, did wrong in the, in, in, the, in the relationship, you know. He wasn't honest. I wasn't honest. I will say that. Mm-hmm. But like I said, we were giving each other the same energy up until 430 in that morning where that came out of nowhere. Because you're not getting a house. You're not planning a wedding with somebody who you're not 100% sure with. Or so I thought. <laughs> So it was, it was, it's definitely a process and people have to embrace that process. I think a lot of times people want the healing to happen really fast or um, others may pressure you into forgiveness really fast or to getting over it. I've had people tell me, you know, you got to get over it. You got to get over it. Well, that's 
not what you want to do if you're a friend of that person who needs to be healed. You you do not set a time limit on that. And it's not fair for somebody to think just because, well, I got over it in a month, then you should be able to get over it in a month. It could take a year, you know. Hopefully it doesn't take more than a year. But you know what? You got to respect the process. And that's mm-hmm. what I did. I allowed myself to grieve and I, I allowed myself to actively heal, meaning, you know, one day I decided I am going to start dating again. And I, I started doing that, you know. And getting back into the dating scene <laughs> is, you know, you got to have a sense of humor, at, especially at my age now, I'm 46. You got to have a sense of humor with it because it's, it's different, especially when you've been with somebody for a long time and now you're, you know, out here and you are dealing with WYD text, you know, what you're doing. <laughs> um, you're deal- you're, you know, you're dealing with people who want to just have full-on conversation in a text. Text, yes. And like I said, I'm a freelance writer, so I mean, that's what I do, but that doesn't mean I want to spend my free time writing to you. I'd rather pick up the phone and we have a conversation. i got to hear what you're saying. Yes. I'd rather see what you're saying. So, you know, it takes a while to get used to how people operate now. Awareness. You know, it's mm-hmm. all about self-awareness. And I know that's a buzzword, but it's very important to understand um, the importance of self being self-aware. Right. Well, you know what? We're going to go into our my questions after that because I think you, you summed up everything very nicely. So, <laughs> so I ask every guest, 10 questions and these are kind of to get to know you better so they're you know just no right or wrong I don't have any comments for them we're just you tell me what you think so number one is who or what motivates you hmm who or what motivates me I want to say that my mom she motivates me but Probably not for the reasons most people think, you know, because, I mean, she's a great mom. And that's not to discount my dad because he's a great father as well. But um, I'm thinking about women right now. She has done so much, and I don't want to put the family business out here, but she has done so much. She has dealt with, she's faced so much, and she, she, she does it with so much grace, you know? And I, I, if I could be like her, it, it's really hard <laughs> because of my mouth. <laughs> but she does, you know, she faces so many people and things with so much grace. But the irony is, is that even though I'm really not like that person, my daughter is, you know. Um, I'm, when I'm talking to my daughter about things about school and you know, things she might be facing with, you know, she'll, she sounds a lot like my mom. She's like, well, this is going on. I'm like, well, Tyra, I would be pissed. She's like, well, what am I going to do about it? You know, I got to deal with it, da-da-da. Like, where is this coming from? <laughs> because I'm a lot more emotional than she is, but she's a lot like my mom. So I, I thank God for that. Um, so, yeah, I... Uh, she, my mom inspires me the most. And, you know, to that, I'll say my daughter inspires me because, 
you know, it's got to be hard being a millennial out here with Instagram, you know, who's the prettiest, who has the, the biggest what and the biggest, you know, the biggest this, that, and the third, and who's, the, you know, who's the best at it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that pressure, as, as much pressure as it is to be over 40 and dating, there has to be a lot of pressure, you know, being a millennial these days because everything is on social media, you know? Mm-hmm. And if you're not on social media, then it looks like that you're nobody, I would imagine. And so, you know, Tyra, my daughter's name is Tyra. She does that with so much grace. And for that, I'm, I'm so proud of her. Okay. So what demotivates you? Uh, what demotivates me would be uh, mediocrity. Okay. And I, I understand that people that, you know, we're all not given... We're not all dealing with the same hand. We, we do not receive the same hand. Um, I definitely was not born with a silver spoon in my mouth. Um, but I know people who were, but they still will, you know, show up to work late or call out, you know, the last minute. You know, just have that I don't care attitude. Um, and I, I, I find that, you know, when I'm trying to help someone, you know, they're finding a million reasons why they can't do it. And I'm showing them a million reasons why they can, because I literally did it. Mm-hmm. So all they have to do is just follow what I did. <laughs> okay. And I, like I said, I, I don't think I'm better than anybody else at all. But I feel like some people um, can work harder, but they don't. Mm-hmm. And they're okay And they're okay with where they're at. They're, right. they're settling. And... I see this a lot in women, and I see this a lot in women who are unhappily married. I see this in women whose men will inbox me trying to take me out, and they, the, the wives know that they're like this, but they're going to stay with them because they're in this house and they're in this relationship, and they feel like, you know, I put in so much time that I don't want to go anywhere else, you know, even though he's treating me like this. So, you know, people who are, you know, okay with being okay, that kind of bothers me. Shout out to all my fellow podcasters. See you tomorrow in Orlando for the 2019 podcast movement. Single and Happy in Charlotte is a production of Thailand Unlimited, the home of Thailand rights. Welcome to Thailand. Bye.